Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Yeah, I like that movie. I was going to say, that's like one of the best movies ever made. It makes Carol sick to her stomach when she has to hear that's garbage. garbage. And she thinks Tomlin's going to fall right back into his old... I mean... I wonder you, if part and parcel, though, with, high, with it's a multi-person hiring process, cons involved, presumably Weidel by extension, and then Art and Mike. I wonder if it's when that person gets hired, there's also the edict from Art, hey... Your conservatism here, something needs to go out the window. Well, not even an edict. I wonder if Mike is just capable of realizing we scored more points. It's easier to win games when you're scoring points when I had to just go scared money don't make money. But even as I say that out loud, I go back to what Carol just said and think he got scared in the Buffalo game. Yep. Like he fell right back into the old Look trap. at the way they started the game. It's You know what it felt like in that game? Like they built a game plan thinking that they were going to play in the wind and the snow. And couldn't and get away they, from it. And then, well, yeah, they didn't adjust. And, well, they did, but it was too late. Like, well, right, I thought but Mason saying, came out of it too late. It's like they scripted the plays all week for horrible weather, and then they got fine conditions and, and didn't, didn't scrap have any, it. Yeah, didn't yeah. have anything different. Run, 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 basically. I mean, I think Carroll has a legitimate concern where once the bullets start flying again and games start getting played, is Tomlin going to be on that? set saying we're going to do this here and we're going to do that there pick this play pick that play if i could graft one version of him that would show up next year as far as having influence and sway over the offense during games it's the guy in seattle yelling in his headset to sullivan don't get conservative throw the ball to rhythm passing to win the football game here's dave on the fan hello dave hold on dave i put you on the wrong line stay with me here here is david newcastle hello dave Hey, thanks, guys, for taking my call. So, yeah, Dave, you know you're always welcome on the show. We always like you here. What do you got for us, buddy? So, you know, it's been like a roller coaster ride for me with Tomlin. I was like dead set against Tomlin coming back, right? And then he started off his presser being humble, you know, and I kind of fell into that. And I'm like, okay, you know, obviously there's going to be changes, you know, with OC. He's looking outside. And then he opened his mouth, started raising Kenny Pickett, right? Which, you know, here's the thing. OC job is not attractive if you really think about it, right? If the best thing about the job is stability, I mean, who you you want somebody aggressive, right? So if if he's, if he's praising Kenny Pickett, um, the thing about it is, I'm sorry, about, about, um, he shouldn't have went out of his way to praise Kenny Pickett because I feel like boxing yourself in, and you already know the team's going in a different direction, and you're looking for an OC. So you're kind of boxing yourself in to a job that's already not that desirable if you look at everything besides stability. And, again, he's showing, like Carol said, that he's going to have his hand in things. So, All right, Dave, thank you. Carol really set the agenda for, for I think, Dave's call-in for the rest of this segment. I think, I think with 
they've said this is like it's in the eye of the beholder. I think there's going to be a lot of Steelers fans that like that Mike uh, was supportive of Kenny there and others that are going to say stuff like, well, what do you want him to say in that situation? And then guys like Dave who are, you know, resigned to the to the fact that they don't think Kenny's going to be a good quarterback and they feel like they're stuck with him so for I, another I, year. I'm in that last basket here. I, do, I don't think he's going to be good. But Dave was also saying, why would an OC take this job? I do have to point this out. I know it's hard for us on the outside. If, if you've made your mind up about Kenny's ability to play at this level, you feel a certain kind of way. Guys who want an offensive coordinator job with the Steelers or any other team are not looking at it the way we are. Publicly, at least, they're not going to admit it. They think they have the system, they have the talent as a play caller, as a schemer, as a teacher of the game, of teacher of offense, to turn him into a good quarterback. And then guess what? If you come here and Kenny Pickett next year throws for 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, and five picks, congratulations, you're about to be a head coach somewhere Yeah, like Tomlin might actually have a coaching tree at that point if it plays out that way. I also think it's possible that, and I don't think Tomlin would come out and say this to the candidates, but I think if you're an offensive coordinator, you might think what Canada thought when he was stuck with Ben that first year. All right, try to make the most of the situation. If it doesn't work, they're going to move on from Kenny after this year, and I'll have some input as to who our starting quarterback is going to be the following year. You know what I like? This is not necessarily a long-term. So it's one thing. year in purgatory, and then I get to have a much bigger yeah. say, and we're going to get a better quarterback. I'm not going to be saddled with him my entire coordinating career in Pittsburgh. Worst case scenario, we have one year together. It doesn't work. Best case scenario, I actually get something out of the guy, and I am probably coaching somewhere else within a year. Yeah, yeah. As a head coach, here is uh, Ed on the fan. Hello, Ed. Ed, you there? Oh, I'm putting Ed on the wrong line. Hold on, Ed. What this are you is, doing here, man? Uh, my, this is your computer that I'm blaming. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, whoa, Ed. Chalute. Hi, Ed. You're on the air. Hey, guys. How you doing this afternoon? Hey, man. We're good. Good. Hey, uh, I heard earlier you were talking about the options for quarterback next year. This yep. morning I had heard on television on the uh, on Wake Up about the possibility, well, obviously the Chicago Bears need an offensive coordinator. And one of the things that was brought up about is, hey, is it either rumored or is he going to be approached as the quarterback or the head coach for USC, Mike Riley? Because Lincoln Riley, but I'm continue. Sorry, Lincoln Riley. I'm sorry, Lincoln yeah. Riley. But and also, so Caleb Williams is entering the draft. So they say that if uh, Lincoln Riley is going to Chicago, sure enough, they're going to take Caleb Williams as a number one. Take pick. Williams regardless. They they brought their head coach back, so Riley's not going to go there. But that's not going to keep them from drafting we'll probably Williams. Get Kingsbury in there as their OC. Yeah, who was at okay. USC? Okay, yeah, because I because they you know they had indicated that, and they said, well, you know, if he's, if they're bringing Caleb Williams in. Hey, is this your no way of wild. saying you think Justin, Justin Fields, Fields is a possibility yes. for the Steelers? Every yeah, insider that's... we've talked to after hearing Tomlin talk give that a 0.0 chance of happening. Oh, really? None, okay. Yep, none whatsoever. How does that make you feel? Bad? Eh, you know what? I'd rather see him come in and see some competition come in. That's all. Well, hey, if he, hey, if he comes in, there is no competition. He's the starting quarterback. Well, that's why I would like to see him. I'm just being nice. That's all, because I wanted to Kenny Pickett, too. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, also, the uh, – the other thing is, is like we're talking about uh, Tomlin. Is he staying or not staying? And I understand yep. he's staying now, but yep. th- does that mean the owner is accepting mediocrity by giving him an extension? If he gives him more than a one-year extension, like I don't think saying, the okay. owner feel- Ed, I don't think the owner feels like it's mediocrity. Me neither. 
I think the owner feels like if you're in the playoffs, you are by definition not a mediocre team. I think the owner also like has created this world where because it's post Roethlisberger, you just don't expect that much. It's just so hard to find one of these guys. You know, you draft somebody in the first round, the expectation is he's going to be great. But yeah, you know, it just, it takes time. You know, like if I had a dollar for every time I heard Steelers fans bring up like how long it took Bradshaw and it's like, come on. But the NFL, Stop bringing I'm up sorry, things the, from 50 years the ago. The NFL man. is not what it, it was 50 years ago. Guys and also are not given as much the first chance. overall pick in the draft. It's disrespectful to Bradshaw's abilities to bring that up. Quarterbacks too. were asked to do things differently, had a harder time in terms of the rules protecting them, and were not as polished coming out of college. That's like a fact. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Pittsburgh Steelers fans since 1975, and I've only seen three coaches, Chuck Noll, Bill Cowher, and now Mike Tomlin. Our organization ain't like others. We don't do all that flip-flopping. And we've had terrible seasons up under Chuck Noll and up under Bill Cowher. This man has not had one terrible season. It's just a matter of the staff, if you ask me. It's not him, it's the staff. Well, he he's the one who chooses the staff. So though. maybe it should be a general manager or somebody that steps in and does some assisting and say, well, we're going to pick the D coordinator and the O coordinator, and you oversee it all, Coach, because we ain't been to the the thing in a long time. Like, we just keep sliding in or backing in, and, and it's cool, but I want it all. We used to win around here, so I feel like it should be some sort of adjustment with the staff because the teams that are winning, it's the staff. And then the style of offense, like our offense has to be 2025, not 1984. Gotta hand it to him, Guy Pony. smokes a lot of weed. Sometimes it opens up the mind and you have eureka moments. I think he got one from Snoop Dogg there. Have somebody else pick Tomlin's assistant coaches. Maybe they're getting that idea. Uh, they're catching on. The Omar Khan and Art Rooney are going to help me pick the offensive coordinator. We'll see who it ultimately is. I mean, if it's somebody that has strong ties back to Tomlin, then we'll know who really made the decision. If it's somebody that has Pittsburgh ties... We'll know who made the decision, Art. If it's somebody, though, that's like Tomlin was when he got hired here, then you will feel like it maybe charted a completely new course. And I'll feel like that was Omar really making a big impression. Probably Omar and Weidel, even though Weidel's a Pittsburgh guy, yeah, I would think that it's those guys um, maybe making the best sales pitch. Because ultimately, the sales pitch, I think, does have to win over Art more than it has to win over Mike. It might be two competing sets of interests trying to win over Art. I give Snoop credit for this. 
He does bring up like the thing that some people would say is a bad thing. Mike's never had a terrible season. Terrible seasons tend to get you access to the best talent in the draft, particularly at quarterback, which can help. A pretty bad season got them Roethlisberger, which got them two Super Bowls. But I'll give him credit for this. I don't know if he understands typically the inner workings of how like coordinator searches go, but I like that he just immediately pivoted to, well, if he usually gets to pick his staff, maybe he shouldn't. I'm I'm fine with that. That's a reasonable man's opinion right there, I think. We should get Snoop on the show sometime. Mr. Dog, can you imagine Cook interviewing him? <laughs> Joe, we've got a great guest coming up. Uh, Mr. Dog, great to be on with you. Sorry your friend Dr. Dre couldn't be with you today. You imagine Joe? All right, Snoop, we're going to play word association. Do you think Joe knows who Snoop yes. Dog even is? 100%. All right, Snoop, the first word is gin. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll do black and gold playoff trivia for tickets to see Green Day and Smashing Pumpkins at three thirty four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. More of you until then. Like our friend who's halfway around the globe, mm-hmm. Kevin in Hawaii. Hello, Kevin. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, man. Hey, I cannot get over the Stockholm syndrome that is infected most of the national media and 80% of the Steelers fan base. That just like your previous caller that you just played the replay on, the difference between Chuck Noll and Bill Cowher is they built championship teams. Kevin, that wasn't a previous Mike, caller. That was Snoop Dogg, famous rapper Snoop Dogg. Okay, so Snoop, either way, but you, you know the point I'm getting at. Cowher yes. and Noll built champions. Tomlin inherited championship team. 19 out of his 22 players on the Super Bowl were to- were Cower starters or the first backup the previous season, two seasons ago, excuse me, when he inherited team. I'm not saying that's the only reason Mike won. I'm saying it's a fact. Ever since that culture from the Cower team has left, we have gone steadily downhill in an utter mediocrity. And I disagree. I think Art, as a lawyer, is perfectly fine with just making money and being mediocre. mediocre. I think that the chief is turning over his grave, and it's where we're at. And the question I would ask everybody that always comes up with, the, well, the team he has, name 10 teams in the NFL that had a better roster top to bottom than the Steelers left this year. And you can't. And you, can't, you haven't been able to, other than maybe the year that Ben got hurt and it was down the duck. You haven't been able to name a year – that they've had worse than a top Kevin, 10 I get that point overall. about the roster. Kevin, I get that point about the roster top to bottom, but the r- overall strength and perceived strength of a roster is so dependent on quarterback, even though you try to say top to bottom to sort of neuter that concept that I can't ignore it. The Houston Texans, for example, Pony, you use this one, and I think it's a good one. Who has a better roster? Steelers. No, well, ultimately, I would answer the Texans. Well, because they have because they have, like Because they have such an advantage at the most important, positions so people like to say that i think to hey mike's underachieving he's got a really good roster not really he doesn't have the most important position covered so therefore that's part of your roster the underachievement was in picking a guy that so far has not even come close to living up to the expectations they had for played a jim rome sports minute where he was getting on people like ours our case for for being critical of tomlin he did a rant on his show that was probably written for him he had some input in it. I, I respect the crap out of Jim Rome. He's one of the people best write talk them up for him now. I think he writes his takes out. Oh yeah, I know he does that. I th- um, I would have said if somebody was writing them for him, that's kind of bogus. But you know, he mentions he said somewhere in there that Tomlin, Tomlin either didn't want or Tomlin 
had to put up with tiny hands. Talking about Kenny. Which the the complete uh, ignorance of, again, people that work outside of Pittsburgh who, who look at the entire league and think that Tomlin just was out fishing the day that the draft took place and Kenny Pickett went to them with the 20th pick and was told, here's the quarterback. You got a coach with, uh, you got a coach now deal with it. Right. Like he's answering a call in the middle of the lake and his phone's cutting out. Like he's Tony Soprano and pine Barrens. What? Who'd we pick? Uh, As if Mike isn't the one making that formal call to Kenny Pickett. Like you, they do a big thing about like showing, Hey, look, the head coach is calling you. Isn't this right? They do. The Steelers put that out. They love that. They loved it when they did it with Connor. They did it with Pickett. They do it every year. We have tickets to see two of the best alternative rock bands of the last 40 years. That's actually not an exaggeration by you either. Green Day, Smashing Pumpkins, PNC Park, September 1st, Labor Day weekend. Boom. Are you deliberately reading this like it's one of your tweets where you have 10 discrete sentences in like 180 <laughs> characters to win tickets you need to play and win pm team black and gold playoff trivia you get two questions you need to get both right if you get the first one right on your own you can make a decision do you want to try the second question yourself or do you want to nominate Chris Muller or Donnie Football to answer the question for you? Oh, man. With the knowledge that the second question has an increasing amount of difficulty. Now, did you come up with these questions yourself or go to a trivia site? No, I came up with them myself. That should make everybody out there very afraid. Hold on. You want me to help you with this? Mic- no, I'm good. <laughs> no, I why I, it keeps moving down got, on me. Right? You can't move it any further from the point you have it right now. All right. Here we go. All right. Let's start with... Always like this part of the show. Let's start with Eric. Eric! Eric, who was your favorite Steelers player growing up? Uh, I'd have to say, uh, no, shit. Uh, oh, shoot. Uh, uh, we got uh, to uh, already. Unbelievable. What are we doing here? We got to take a quick timeout now because of people like that. How? <laughs> All right. It really never fails, man. I know, man. You're calling into a radio show. We are very notably not on satellite radio. You have to know you can't do the old casual swearing you do around your buddies. You can't do it. It's really hard to work right now because we've got a double feature on the E channel. First was Billy Madison. Now they're going right into Happy Gilmore. I'm going to give myself credit for this. I walked in here. I got here a couple minutes before you to Bowser to Studio B. They have a lovely big, it's like a 65-inch TV on the wall. The studio's awesome. You see it on, on our camera feed. It's great. And I thought, do I want to put on, like, FS1, our buddy Nick Wright? You know, your buddy Nick Wright. I've drafted, and yours, too. I've drafted off of your friendship. Uh, do I want to put on, like, NFL Network or something or whatever, ESPN? And then I'm, I'm skipping down towards the sports channels, and I see the E! Network. I see Billy Madison, and I realize it's just started. I'm going to give myself a little bit of show programming credit today. I said, the Steelers aren't playing. We know what we're going to talk about. We don't need those TV shows. We need Billy. And now we get happy. And I, I bet you if I were to point this remote control and I were to look and see what's coming on Big after Daddy. Gilmore, what's, you think he I'm says Big s- Daddy. Donnie, I say the water boy's coming next. Go I'm going to go wedding singer. Billy Madison again. Right back. To, they're just oh, showing. That's my boy is coming up at 930. <laughs> that's underrated a terrible one. move. No, oh, that's okay. an underrated one. It got one star. 
Oh, I don't, I don't care, what, those the, people I don't care know. what the Xfinity rant ratings are. <laughs> All right. I think we're ready now for more black and gold. We good to Playoff go, Donnie? Trivia. Here is Mark. Mark, who was your favorite Steelers player growing up? Well, I guess my formative years being the 80s, it would be Woodson, but it morphed into Ben. Okay. I'm going to start you with a question then from uh, the early 2000s because you said Ben. Okay. All right. Here we go. Remember, these are supposed to be the easier ones. In 2005, the Steelers shocked the world by up this 2005 season. The Steelers shocked the world by upsetting the Colts in Indianapolis. It was almost not to be because of Jerome Bettis's goal line fumble. Name the Colts player who recovered the bus's fumble. Oh, where was that defensive back? Um, Don't swear, please, while you're trying to I think of this. Swear. Isn't he the guy that got shot in the leg or stabbed his yeah. leg or something? His yeah. girlfriend stabbed him the night before. Uh, I'm going to say Marion Ross or something. I can't. Wrong, but thank Marion you. Marion Ross? That seems like a made-up name or maybe <laughs> somebody went to high school with. Marion Butts and Betsy Ross? Here is Brian next. Brian... Who was your favorite Steeler growing up? I would have to go with Woodson, um, but Paul Amalu in the end. Okay. Two good choices. Better player of those two, very quickly, pick one. Better player, Woodson, Paul Amalu. Ooh, that, that's tough. Uh, I'm, I, I got to take Paul Amalu on the explosiveness. All right. Here we go. In 2004, the 2004 season, the Steelers advanced to the AFC title game with a win over the Jets. New York's kicker missed two field goals in the final two minutes of the game. Name him. Jay Feely. Wrong. What are we doing? Ah, and I was going to go with Donnie football for my. Uh... <laughs> okay, well. Well, you're wrong anyway, so that's a moot point, pal. Also, I think Woodson was better than Paul Amalu by the narrowest of margins overall career. Are these easy? The first two? The first two Donnie? are easy. Yeah, the first two are easy. Yeah, easy, I, easy. I thought so. Holden is next. Hello, Holden. How's it going, guys? Holden, favorite Steeler player growing up? Uh, I would say Big Ben for sure. Okay. I'm going to give you one from their last championship season then. In 2008, the Steelers advanced to the AFC title game with a 35-24 win at Heinz Field over the San Diego Superchargers. Pittsburgh started its road to victory with a 67-yard punt return for a touchdown. Who scored that touchdown? Marcus Wheaton. No. Do I overrate our our, our callers? No, these are easy. These are really easy questions. Like I usually expect, I think you actually have dialed this in perfectly because I know that the next round of, like the second round is diabolical. 412-928-9370 to play PMT Black and Gold trivia with us. Playoff trivia to win two tickets to see freaking Green Day and Smashing Pumpkins. This is an awesome prize. You guys should be bringing your best. And so far, we are getting like an early season Steelers offense out of you. Jerry is next. Jerry, favorite Steeler growing up. Say LeVon Kirkland. Okay. Nice pick. A friend of the show? That is a good pick. All right. LeVon Kirkland. In 1997, the Steelers beat the Patriots 7-6 to to advance to the AFC Championship game. Who scored the game's only touchdown? Cordell Stewart. Okay. Thank you. Jerry, do you want the second question yourself? Or do you want to nominate Mulsey or Donnie to answer it for you? I give it to Mulsey. All right, Malsey. It doesn't exactly sound um, enthusiastic about yeah, that. Yeah, Jerry, I... if you think you can handle it yourself, go for it, brother. No, but... I'll, I'll try my best for Jerry. I want Jerry to win these tickets just because he actually got a question right. All right, Malsey. I'm ready. The 1995 oh, – oh, did I have that one right? Oh, yeah. In 1995, the Steelers crushed the Bills. 
Jim Kelly threw three interceptions and was replaced by a Buffalo backup quarterback. Who was it? Alex Van Pelt. There you go. Jerry, congratulations. Oh, did I win? You did. You're going to go see Smashing Pumpkins oh. in Green Day. Would you have gotten that one on oh, your own? Yeah. Uh, no, actually, the, I would have answered Frank Wright because I, I, I knew that wouldn't be right, but uh, that's what I would have answered. Would you like to thank Malzi? I would. Man, uh, uh, if you didn't have a wife or a girlfriend, I'd take it with me. Do you like Malzi? Uh, I don't know. Did that make him uncomfortable? No, I'm laughing. I'm just laughing at the, uh, if you didn't have a wife or a girlfriend, I'd take you with me. Like, my wife would probably say, like, yeah, sure. Do you Jerry, like Green Jerry, Day? Go. Jerry, generally speaking, do you like Malzi? <laughs> yeah, he's a good dude. There you go. Jerry, I'm happy you won, brother. Jerry, you're Enjoy on hold that now because Donnie's yes. going to give you the information. Stay on hold, to get dude. The tickets. All right. That went about as, went horrible at first and then got much better. And you know what? You know who he should actually thank for that? I don't know if it was you or Donnie, but we have a tradition. When the Steelers have a game, we put on historical games against that team. Yep. And that one was on during playoff week. And ah, it was seared into my brain. Gotcha. Seared into my brain. Seeing Van Pelt. Mm-hmm. Because right. Donnie and I, while you're in your layer cutting sound, Donnie and I have a nice running dialogue about these games. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.